Here is what I know for sure in my truth that I want to share with you that I wish I would have received probably 10 years ago when I was in the space of question after question after question that required such profoundly deep answers that could only be answered in that moment with a ponderance, with some sort of just knowing in those moments that I was asking those questions after questions after questions out to the universe, God, spirit, the trees I was looking at from where I was sitting, something out there. Because at that point in my life, I was disconnected and I didn't know I was disconnected. I didn't know there was an opportunity for me in that conscious knowing for me to have a relationship with what I call the divine spirit within. And that is my Holy Spirit. That is my relationship with God as I know God now and that will forever deepen and richen and become more textured and my embodiment my alignment to the divine feminine christ consciousness of sophia i had no idea that night over 10 years ago now it's probably like 13 years ago now time kind of isn't the same for me as it was back then of such linearness, but I knew, I know it was a while ago and I know my journey while looking back on it, when I say 10 plus years, it, that's a long time in human perspective to be seeking, searching, asking questions and not, not receiving direct answers for it, but receiving intuitive guidance. And I didn't even know that word, those words, intuitive guidance, back then. I had no idea. I had no, no, no knowing, conscious knowing, I'll say, connection to anything other than my own efforts, my own path that I had been put on, that I had believed in, that I had made true for what I was raised in, what I was taught I needed to do to be successful in life, to make money in life, to have a career in life, because that's ultimately the path I was put on. And it was all about having a successful career, being successful, being able to support yourself. That's what it was all about. That's what I was taught. That's what I was prepared for. And while I received the beautiful uh, offering at 10 years old of just the knowing that I could go to school in New York City 
and I could go to school for fashion because I was ugh, I was obsessed with fashion as a kid. I was. I loved it. I loved everything about it. And it really was my own idea of fashion because I really, back then, I wasn't plugged into really TV of fashion. Nobody had introduced me to fashion. I just had a love for clothes. And I had a love for how clothes made me feel and how I got to twirl around in them. And I had all these magical places I would go in my mind and the tea parties I would create and these auspicious events that I would not only attend but like I would own these events these would be my own events that I created and somehow it just led me to the fashion industry and it led me to knowing at 10 years old receiving the information that there was a whole school in New York City that was all about that and so that really charted my whole rest of growing up. It really did. And that's why 10 plus years ago, when I found myself asking these ginormous questions, like life-altering, paradigm-shifting type of questions, and those are all words that I would not have known, they would not have been in my vocabulary back then, about why doesn't this seem or feel like it was taught to me? It felt as though I did all the right things that I was told to do and I achieved those successes to land the great job, had the great job now, and yet I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't happy. I was burnt out. I was sad. And you know, more importantly, I was let down. I felt let down let down by so much my upbringing my parents even though i know they they gave me the best they could they loved me the best way they knew how to love me and they set me up for success for what they had been told success was and what you needed to do they did those things check the boxes you know I'm, i have tears in my eyes as I say this, because I think I've mentioned it on this podcast before that I have since lost both of my parents now in life. And I lost my father very young at 12 years old, and I lost my mom uh, back in 2018. And so by normal life standards, I lost my parents both normally before you would you know prepare yourself perhaps to lose your parents neither one was able to live their life out fully my mom got more time to live her life than my dad but neither one neither one got to live out their dreams or even realize their dreams, or even realize that what their dreams even were, and that their dreams actually were real. And there was always a way of creating them. There was always a way of bringing that as your reality. And that just wasn't the consciousness space, per se, for my, either one of my parents at the time in their lives, their upbringing. It just, it just wasn't. 
and I sit here, you hear the tears coming out of me and they're just so natural and flowing and I won't minimize them. I won't stop them because it's just how my heart needs to express right now. And I sit here in a really nice bathtub that actually holds me because I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on this podcast, but I've, I've been nomadic for the past few years and I have arguably been nomadic probably most of my adult life because I always had jobs that had me traveling for work. So I became very acquainted with the hotel lifestyle and actually find quite quite the connection, quite the comfort in hotels. I find safety in hotels. <laughs> I really do. And it's so interesting, speaking of that, side, side, side rabbit hole here. I used to always say that I watched them redoing the Waldorf Astoria in the city. And I know they were making it um, part of it, like condos, the upper floors. And I just always remember how I thinking, how cool is that? You get to own a piece of, you know, New York famed, you know, classic, you know, real estate that's yours. And you, well, the best part I remember reading about it was you, when you owned those penthouses, you had access to all the amenities of the hotel. And that just felt so luxurious and beautiful to me at that time. It really did. And I said, that is a beautiful option to be able to have in life. And it's so interesting that that really fit my lifestyle. Like at that point, that's the way I would have lived my life. And I kind of got that opportunity the other year and it turns out it wasn't the Waldorf Astoria. (laughs) And yes, I had access to the amenities, but the hotel really didn't have a lot of amenities to have access to. So it was very interesting, you know, number of years, number of years later, I find myself in this interesting situation as things sort of fell apart with the place that I was staying and things like that. All of a sudden, I find myself in this and it dawned on me and I said, isn't that interesting? And this is what this is what I land in right now. And it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was it was a good hotel. That's for sure. It was a good hotel. It held me. They were very accommodating with the active flow of what was happening in my life at that point. So I'm eternally grateful for them for that. So it's just a good chuckle about how things show up in your life. And sometimes they aren't exactly the way you thought they would be. And I can't say that particular thing ended up being better than the Waldorf Astoria experience. Not that I would know it personally, but I'm thinking, no, the Waldorf Astoria experience might be better. But what preceded it is so much more than living at the Waldorf Astoria and the journey that I'm on, what it opened me up to and what it taught me about staying the course when everything looks as though you're being blocked. Everything you try to do. And you're being blocked for a reason. Not to frustrate you. Not to have you give up. 
but it's to have you reach for a different perspective pray for a different perspective be willing to see things differently than you ever have because everything that you're seeing and the perspective that you're seeing and the way you're trying to work things for yourself are just not working and i was able to do that and as humans we like we take comfort in knowing things ahead of time we take comfort in that we really do we take comfort in having the money in the bank account we take comfort in kind of knowing what we're doing day to day and in those moments i didn't exactly know what i was doing day to day i didn't i really was living off of spirit working off of spirit and learning to trust and that's what my journey has been will always be deeper and deeper deeper levels of it is absolute trust and for for me because my will has been so fierce and so strong like i would push mountains out of my way like i know i can do that in the sense of i've done it in different circumstances in my life but here's what i can tell you about it it doesn't feel the way i thought it would feel after i do that after i make it happen quote unquote it doesn't give me that peace it doesn't give me that connectedness it doesn't give me the space that i ultimately was working to create in some area of my life it's almost as if the achievement is empty and then it's on to the next achievement because apparently that wasn't big enough that wasn't enough in some way and that's an endless cycle that i have been on because that set me up at a very young age to not only survive but it it set me up to see that i get attention that way i in that equaled i get loved i'm loved that way from the people in my life and here's the deal you can only achieve so many achievements that the people in your life your family in particular actually can relate to and actually can understand and once you surpass that it falls flat with the attention you used to get and the perceived love that i would get from that it really wasn't there in the ways that i kind of the reason why i did the things that i did and so i sit here with just this message of what i know now in my truth to be true that i wish i would have heard from someone on the journey that i resonated with that i was guided to because i will tell you not that there was a lack of people on spiritual awakening journeys 10 years ago 5 years ago anywhere in between that's the evolution of of humanity there's always going to be people on that journey humans on that journey for some reason though there were 
ones that I could just totally identify with that felt like they're speaking directly to me. Now, granted, it may be the place I was in at that time. I take ownership of that. And also, it could be my very healthy, healthy side eye because I'm not immune to sometimes the lack of integrity and lack of ethics in the spiritual coaching space, in the online business space, and the personal development space, you know, online in particular. And so I always, my thing has always been safety, keeping myself safe and keeping myself safe at all costs, even if that meant I was not open to receiving, even though I wanted to be so dearly. And so the reason why I speak like this now is because I would have wanted to receive this truth 10 plus years ago. Because that journey for me was a lot of seeking. I shouldn't say a lot. It was all seeking, seeking, seeking for me. And to find those answers to those questions that I had and all they did was actually direct me to more questions yes direct me to more questions and through that I can look back now and see that I always was guided I was but man let me tell you uh, I made it I didn't make it easy for spirit the universe God the angels spirit guides to guide me because I thought I knew what I needed. I, even though I had a lot of questions, I thought I knew what I needed. I thought I knew where to go find it. And I was coming up empty just with more, more questions. And that was adding to a lot of frustration in my life because I thought I made the wrong choice in my life of, I, like, I, I set myself up wrong for life. At that point, I didn't realize that, you know, you can change your mind, change your course of life at any moment that you have that nudge, you have that guidance. You can pivot. You can totally pivot. And usually, most times, it's a pivot, not a complete burn down. Sometimes it is a complete burn down. And it's okay. And I realized mine was leading me to a complete, complete burn down of my existence, of my life, of how I lived everything, because there was a whole new being, whole new way for me than I had ever, ever known. And the way I was living just was open enough, let's put it that way, was open enough unconsciously to be able to trust the guidance that I was receiving. And I look back on that now and I was like, wow, because I was following something far less sort of loud in the sense within me, far less knowingness within me, far less active connection within me back then. But here's the thing, I, and I know it's probably been said by some of the very prolific thought leaders in the spiritual space, 
your guidance comes to you in different ways how you receive and i know this to be true from my journey that your guides your divine connection will speak to you in whatever way it can get through to you they're not they're not stubborn the way us humans are when we get fixated on a way on a belief on a path and we can't see anything else we can't allow ourselves to pivot all those kinds of things we can't let go they're not like that they will work every angle for for you to be able to receive it they will and they have so much more obviously so much more knowing than than we do and i find it very humorous that we're sent here as divine beings in a human body and mainstream we're taught how to be good humans and in my experience i was never taught how to be a divine human and be divinely led and live a divinely led life and live connected to my innate source i was never taught that no i was never taught that i was the kid who was potentially asked not to come back to sunday school all i can say is my mom tried to put me in sunday school my very healthy side i was very active when i was a kid and asked questions about all these things that i was hearing that just didn't make sense to me and i wanted more explanation before they're asking me to just trust it and just believe it and all of that and i believe there was a conversation between the sunday school teacher and my mom and oh well meredith never returned to sunday school <laughs> So my journey has been vastly different. I did not grow up with an organized religious foundation under me. I did not. And so that meant God had to work a whole different way. But I also know in this moment, actually, it was an easier way for God to probably work because it was less undoing that was required because I didn't have that organizational religion, organized religion, deep, deep, deep foundation as some of those depths and roots go. And so there wasn't that to sort of overcome, that to see through, that to let go, all of that. There wasn't that part of my process. So it was a little bit easier, even though I didn't make it easy for God. It didn't, because I didn't know. There was that part of me that didn't know. I didn't know what I was missing. And that's, that is the honest truth. We don't know what we don't know, whether it is about a subject that we want to learn, a, a craft we want to learn, a skill we want to learn. We don't know what we don't know until we're willing to dive into it. And that goes especially with divinity. We don't know what we don't know until we're willing to be led, till we're willing to follow our nudges, till we're willing to trust them, trust ourselves, because that communication is vastly different than being told by leaders and communities, by parents, what to do, or school teachers, what to do. And it really builds back what I believe has been lost for centuries especially with feminine beings in a feminine body is that innate trust within ourselves 
our own agency, our own authority, our own ability to take responsibility. And I know that word responsibility is kind of gets an icky connotation with humans because it means, ugh, it means I've done something wrong. I have to clean it up. I have to take responsibility for my life. That sounds like a lot of work. Well, here's the thing. The beauty of responsibility is you have the authority with it, with your divine connection. You do. And you get to take action the way you want to take action that's aligned with you. And there becomes that point in life. Unfortunately, I wish mine was given given that latitude of freedom earlier in life to be able to trust myself like that, but it just it wasn't. My parents kept me ultimately very, 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 very safe. And when I say that, that means to me living out of my mind in a glass box from that point in childhood when I can't even say what exactly, but some point in childhood when I climbed into the box on a consciousness level and we just stayed there and watching the world from that box just viewing the world from that box because I have very much had the belief of thinking is doing. I've done a whole lot of thinking, 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 thinking that I've created magnificent things when I actually have not in reality. The so within of my mind was not equaling so without on the outside because I was creating not in the way I was designed. And that's been my journey to learn how I create, what my creations are. And that's where the fun and the play of life, of the interaction with life gets to come in. And the seriousness at which I have lived and taken my career so seriously, taken money so seriously, it's like I'm, I'm able to, to breathe because what that gave me was a lot of restriction, literally armor through my central column. And so I'm sitting here with the tears still running down my face of the beautiful gift that my parents gave me that perhaps on a soul level, they knew what they were giving me on a human consciousness level. They had no idea. I don't believe they did anyway, that they gave me the greatest gift of all. They gave me the gift to question because I always was a kid that questioned. I questioned a lot and I can see looking back now, my parents didn't have a lot of answers that made sense to me as a child. So that's how that safety box got created for me. And so that questioning is still continued in my life. And it's been the healthiest relationship I have had <laughs> is my ability to question life itself, my ability to question the universe, my ability to question myself, my beliefs, my actions, my whys, and question what I didn't even know was God at the time. Question it all. Because Inside of me, I know I was here for more. And I had no idea that that question of more that I had asked 
and the wanting of more and the listing of the more that I wanted in my life. And at the time that dealt with a lot of 3D things. And that more kept leading me to more, to more questions, more showing the mirror within, showing the mirror within, directing it within, directing it within, to my own frustration, I will say. But you know what? I am already saved, but it saved me from the now moments of creating things that were out of integrity for me. Even though at the time I may have thought they were in alignment with me, I may have thought they were, like I had integrity behind them. It's not that I didn't have integrity behind them when my channel started opening and I started doing a Facebook Live and literally I just trusted. I just, I needed to open up like that. And I needed to just let my channel go. Irregardless of whatever all the online business rules are, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't. I had no agenda of what was going to happen to it. I had no strategy. I didn't have anything. I just knew I needed to speak. And I had things coming through me that I needed to speak about. And for me to turn on a Facebook Live and just let it flow, that was a huge test of trust of the divine at that point. And so that is where I'm at with my podcast. The truth of my podcast is the next evolution for me in my channel, in my journey, and in the medium in which really is my soul because voice is the frequency of your soul. And granted, on video, there's voice. There is voice. My soul is totally present talking. It was. But there's something about just the conversation of soul to soul with the beings who are guided to this podcast. And they're guided very, very, very organically because I I haven't been guided to any other any other way than to trust my own energy as the way, as the, if you want to say, quote unquote, strategy. And I'm okay with that because it matches my journey of how I found my mentors, how I found the groups that supported me, how I was able to do the healing work that I've been able to do and it, it was always through that, that, that search, that seeking led me. So I just know that there are beings out there seeking and they're seeking something profoundly deep that is very challenging to emerge through a very thick, swampy online space that is very surface level. And so... I am the presence of love that speaks through me. I am. I am not sitting here as Meredith Ann with a written script deciding what to say to you. And is this right? Are they going to understand it? Blah, 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 blah. No, not at all. I get an intuitive hit, whatever it is, a word, a nudge, a feeling, whatever it is. I hit record on the recording app on my phone and I go. And there's freedom in that for my soul because I know I am building a body of work that is alignment 
with my energy all along my journey. As I evolve, the podcast evolves and wherever else the podcast is shared, the podcast is shared. It's evolution, it's growth, but it's all in absolute energetic alignment. And that is my integrity. And I value that level of integrity at which I speak to you because that is the level of trust that I was seeking without consciously knowing it, but knew it with that healthy side eye. When I was seeking mentors or somebody out there sharing something about the journey, something similar to the experiences I was having to let me know I, I wasn't crazy. And also to let me know it was okay to let my life go. Let my life from the outside looking in literally fall apart. To give it all up for something greater without the exact roadmap without the exact plan without a signed contract in my hands guaranteeing me x amount of money to let my life go no 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 there was none of that (laughs) but there was a truth there was a knowing and there was an absolute (sighs) surrender of i can't do it this way anymore i can't I've seen all the patterns. I see what it creates. It's not creating what I want it to create. So there's something else. I'm on my knees praying for a miracle. And I know I'll receive it. And I know I'll receive it in the most unique, divine way. And it will spark me to move and create like a powerhouse that I am for God and with God. So with that truth that I started with is the truth that... I would have loved to have heard everything that I that just came through me that I just shared with you 10 plus years ago and even maybe five years ago at different points on my journey. I would have loved to have heard that because here's the thing that I've known that is true that I don't I let's put this way spiny side eye sense believe that beings do not listen long enough to actually integrate what is being said to them because don't get me wrong there are some amazing um instagram lives facebook lives youtubes all of that there's amazing content out there in whatever way resonates with you you know to receive it there's amazing content out there there is but so much of that amazingness is lost because if somebody doesn't receive whatever it is they think they should receive by tuning in in that moment they're on to the next they're on to the next they're on to the next because the seeking and searching has definitely sped up since the rate at which my seeking and searching was 10 plus years ago and what i can spiny sense relate sort of collectively where the speed everybody was was searching at has definitely sped up so there's a lot being missed and what i have allowed myself and been shown is that as we slow down, I'm going to say that again, as we slow down and be with presence, and I know that can be really, really uncomfortable because your mind starts going with your to-do list and how this isn't important, how is this going to help me, blah, 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 blah. You fill in what rolls through. But I know this, presence is a challenge. But when you cultivate that presence from within, it allows your brain to feel safe. And allows your brain to connect with love, with God, with spirit, with the universe, with source, whatever it is for you. It allows that because 
whatever source is for you, it's an omnipresence. It's always there. It's not going anywhere, even though we think it does, because we're really good. And I can say this because I'm really good at it too. Blocking it. And when we do that, we think we've lost it. It hasn't gone anywhere. It just requires us to be present to whatever it is we're experiencing in our life that is causing the block. And we can move that. We have the power within us to move that. And if that's something that you don't understand at this point in your journey or you're having challenges with that, there are incredible mentors and guides and healers out there that can help you. Help you learn to trust your way. Not them giving you their way, but them guiding you into your way. Because that's held in a lot of love and and safety. And we need that. At least I needed that. And I would like to think, human-wise, I'm not all that different from everyone else. Because I needed a lot of safety. I needed to be held in love for me to unpack, for me to land, for me to be able to do the deep work. And when we're talking the container, if you want to call it container, I hate that word. I hate that word so much. Because it just means confinement to me. I use the word spaces. I love spaces because they seem very open, they seem very flexible, but yet there's very aligned, embodied boundaries, which are beautiful. And they were never long enough for me. They were never long enough because that was the way I received depth, is in the length of human time that the space was with the mentor, coach, healer, guide, whatever it was. It was never long enough for me. Because I really realized, for me, I receive in a way that is deep. So there's this digestion period that can take anywhere from a month to months for me to fully integrate and digest what it is that's coming up, coming through, working through, a new perspective, all of that. It, I, I require that space. I do. And so I have learned this dearly. And that is why I give that grace to my clients, because I know everyone's on their own journey in their own unique way. And we just need to feel held and understood and seen in that journey so we can actually land and know we're safe to land with whatever we have, whatever we whatever's in our unknown that we don't know of, which can terrify us. And that is why I share this in this truth of my parents to my knowing and knowledge on a human level, as I said, they didn't get to live out their dreams or even know their dreams were real. It was possible to bring their dreams to life that they had no idea. But on a soul level, I believe they knew the ultimate gift they were leaving me was the gift for me to unwrap. The ultimate gift that any parent or caregiver on such a divine, profound soul level could leave the ones that they love and especially a child of nature that they love because that connection never dies. Love never dies. Love never dies. And especially the love of a parent and the love of a mother never dies. And moms, and if you are a mom, you know this to be true. 
I saw this in my own mom. Moms will forge to the end of the earth for whatever it is that they need for their children and for their children's happiness, not just necessarily their basic needs, but their happiness and what they perceive, you know, is their happiness, which always tends to be at a higher level of sorts it is. And so that connection never died for me. And my mom in particular gave me that gift in a portal that allowed me to find my own connection with God, my way, because that's always been a big theme of me is my way, my way, my way, because so much of my childhood was glossed over in Meredith just accepting, Meredith just going along with whatever the new change was that the adults created in my life. And when I reference that, I'm referencing the divorce of my parents, the breakup of my childhood home, my mom remarrying, my dad remarrying. It was all about literally me just accepting and going along with it because that was easier. I learned at those young ages that was easier than my parents or me even initiating a conversation about how I feel about this because my parents were not equipped to emotionally handle me beyond the very surface level emotions of childhood and stuff. They just weren't. And here my dad passes away when I was 12 and, you know, my parents got divorced. My dad got remarried. So there's a lot, a lot of emotional stuff for a kid to have coming at them in about a four year period. And so that gift that that I was given was I just got locked away. It was easier to lock me away for another time in life for me to land safely, for me to open, for me to realize that those dreams in my childhood imagination that was quite vivid, those creations that I had, they get more depth to that story now. I get to give that depth to it. Like my little girl started it out and together we get to build it out in a really healthy, connected way through my source God and in love. And so that is the ultimate truth, although I feel as though there's a lot of truths here that may resonate with you. But the ultimate truth that I started out this with is that whatever your dream is, it's real. And it probably was a childhood fantasy that made you feel really, really safe and powerful in some way. Mine were always about Meredith was powerful and that made her safe. Like she was powerful. She created powerful things. And whatever it is, it's rooted in that childhood and it's okay. It's just now we get to see the truth of it and we get to actually create it from a divinity within, from truth within. We get to give it the actual depth that it needs that our, perhaps our little girls couldn't know. That's why it just seems so safe to live in those, those fantasies as a kid. But they're real to a certain extent. They're real. There's truth in them. And if they're still 
coming up for you if you're still feeling them and they make you smile and they make you feel all the all the good feelings they're real there's truth in that for you and you get to realize those dreams that's what i want you to realize you get to realize those dreams despite what your childhood upbringing was despite where you are right now in life despite what your age is despite where you live in the world despite whatever is going on in your life right now and whatever your situation is it doesn't matter your dreams still get to come true and they get to be realized and that's the ultimate truth that i would have loved to have heard 10 plus years ago even five years ago even now i love hearing those stories because they're incredible when they're based on divine connection source source leading the most beautiful creations come forth and those are the creations that humanity is craving right now for its evolution because beings are searching and my spiny senses based on my journey is they're having a challenging time finding what it is that they're looking for based on where the online space is and the behavior of the online space it it really clouds out the divinely connected because when you're divinely connected you you live by and play by a different shall we say playbook than quote-unquote business strategy playbooks you know so i leave you with so much love and the biggest of hugs if you are willing to accept that because sometimes you just need to feel love in that way from somebody who understands and i understand and your dreams are real and i am here if this resonates with you and you would like to explore what your dreams are how we could work together to make those dreams a reality for you i am here for you even if you listen to this over and over and over and over again for it to give you the courage the strength the knowing to tap into your own your own knowing your own connection that's what it's here for and it will always be here for you much love to you.